woke up again shaking. It's the weirdest feeling, like there's a washing machine in a tumbler mode close by or an earthquake happening. I hate it. It makes me feel all wrong right in the morning. And I don't know why, but this is really difficult to talk about. My hair is falling out and while it's not painful, it's not what we want to happen on our head. This was me last year. Well, according to Google, both of these symptoms can be contributed to anxiety. So let's talk about what anxiety means for entrepreneurs and how I overcame it with a self-care plan. Hey there, welcome to the Blissful Bliss podcast. I'm your host, Susanne Reicher, here to help yoga and wellness entrepreneurs build a thriving online business. If you're ready to make a bigger impact and earn money online, you are in the right place. Each week you learn about websites, digital products, social media strategies, and what's working now to build your online business. And now let's get started. I actually had both of these symptoms, morning tremors and alopecia areata, once before in 2006 in an extremely stressful period of my life. I was working 70 hours a week in an advertising agency in London and then I got fired. So that was a hard time and I attributed it to stress. And it disappeared by itself within a few months after I got my life back to normal, I thought for good. But then it came back around two years ago. I was living in the digital nomad dream in Bali. I went to yoga at least four times a week, ate the yummiest healthy food, drank no alcohol, slept eight hours every night. I was feeling good, really. Nothing like back in my advertising days. Still, right out of nowhere, my hairstylist told me that there was a bald patch at the back of my head. I was so shocked. Why did this happen again? And then I had those morning tremors as well and finally made the connection that those symptoms were related. When you have something like this happen to you, you are forced to take a good hard look at your life. And fact is, I was anxious. The thing is, building a business by yourself is freaking hard. Working long hours, creating content because you've got too much on your to-do list. Pretending you're comfortable in front of the camera doing a live video because everybody tells you you have to do lives to beat the algorithm. Getting outside of your comfort zone all the time. Sacrificing everything your body needs because you have to be consistent and you don't even know anymore what to do when you're not looking at a computer. I've also had some personal issues. My mother is seriously sick and this is very hard on me because I want to be there for her and at the same time I want to travel and live in Bali. Um, she has ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease and it's heartbreaking to see the disease progress and making her more and more immobile. There's no cure and no knowing how long she will live and what the next years will bring. I never talked about this before, but I want this podcast to be a platform where I can share what's happening in my business and my life. And this, of course, is a big part that affects me. We have a very good healthcare system in Germany and she's taken care of. But I want to be there too, just for the emotional support. So that's why I'm spending more time in Germany now and also got my own apartment in Hamburg again. But I'm feeling a lot of resistance against this. Oh my God, so much resistance. 
And then there's the whole building a personal brand and business stuff, of course. I worry about things like, do I have the right message? Shouldn't my conversion rates be higher? Will I earn enough money this month to cover all my expenses? Probably I also worked too much in the last years without ever taking a break, trying to juggle freelancing and building my business. I feel like I put so much into my business in the last years. So much energy, time, money. And then I worry sometimes, will it pay off? Will my income increase? Will I be able to save again for my retirement and earn enough money to live in another place than cheapish Southeast Asia? My head says, yes, of course you will be successful. You have all the trainings, you follow the steps, your content is great, and you get amazing feedback from your students. But my heart, or better, my old ego self, I imagine this little she-devil sitting on my left shoulder. She's whispering things like, you're not good enough. You're doing everything wrong. This is never going to work. This is as far as you'll get. Maybe... Probably you know this voice. We all have that, right? Well, as I said before, because I got those symptoms, I looked at my life, my business and what I had to change. So here's what I did to stop feeling anxious and finding bliss again in my business. Number one, I set boundaries. I'm ambitious. I have a strong vision where I want to go with my business. And I'm working incredible hard to get there. And I like doing that. I love it. But I was struggling a lot with finding a balance. When I was working long hours, I felt bad because I didn't enjoy Bali enough. And there are also a lot of events that I didn't join, so I didn't make new friends. The thing in Bali is that people are coming and going all the time, so you have to meet new people all the time, which is great, of course, but also a commitment. And then when I was working less, I felt bad because I was afraid that I didn't put enough time into building my business. I saw other entrepreneurs talking about how they worked through the night and hustled like crazy to get where they are. And I thought I should do that too. I didn't want to be working like in an office, putting in eight hours a day from Monday to Friday, 9 to 6 p.m. with one hour for lunch. I left that world behind. I wanted more freedom and flexibility to go to a yoga class in the day or visit a workshop. But this super flexible approach didn't work for me too, because I felt bad when I was working and when I didn't work. Crazy, right? So I decided, actually with the help of a life coach that I worked with for a short time, that I would feel good if I worked between 30 and 35 hours a week. And this is focused work time, not scrolling Instagram or researching Airbnbs for my next trip. It wouldn't matter when I work, it could be evening or a rainy Sunday, only the total hours per week mattered. And when you think 30 to 35 hours doesn't sound a lot, the actual time I spend on my computer right now is more. Here I really only count focused work time. There's no scrolling on social media, no reading the news, and then six hours per day actually is a lot, and I find that I can't really focus or concentrate for longer. Now to track this, because obviously you need a system to track your hours, I came up with a super simple solution. I use Asana, a free task management tool to schedule all my tasks and to-do lists. I love it and I use it every day. 
I then also signed up with EverHour, not free, but very affordable. I think I pay around $100 per year, which allows me to track my time. So I include both of those links in the show notes. EverHour integrates with Asana, so now I simply press a button in Asana when I start working on a task and then again when I stop. Um, actually, while this sounds super simple, it was really hard at the beginning. I lost focus and started something else, or I forgot about starting the timer or stopping it. It taught me to be much more mindful about my work, which was a surprising but very welcome side effect. And now I also can see where I spend my time, which is really helpful um, as well to plan better. I highly, highly recommend this to everyone. Use Asana and EverHour or any other system and start tracking where you spend your time. And even more important, start focusing on one task at a time. I try not to work on Sundays and to stay away from my screen and social media, but this is very much work in progress. I think I could do a lot better with this. I have serious attachment issues when it comes to my phone and MacBook. Okay, number two, I schedule time for self-care. I now plan my week in advance and not only schedule my business to-dos, but also yoga classes I want to go to and things like massages or workshops. And I schedule a lot of time for that right now. Yoga nearly every day and a massage at least once per week and also one or two workshops per week to meet new people and learn new things. So this could be yoga or life coaching workshops or business related workshops. I'm really spoiled for choice here in Bali. When it's in my calendar, it gets done. It's as easy as that. I also get more consistent with my meditation practice. So I don't put this in my calendar, but I'm back to meditating for 20 to 30 minutes every morning and sometimes evening. Or I do a few yin yoga poses in the evening to wind down. And it really makes a difference. In Bali, I get lots of massages because they are really affordable here. In Germany, not so much. So I got myself a foot massager machine. Um, before you laugh, I know it looks really, really weird, but I love it. You have to try to believe it, but 30 minutes with my feet in that thing and I feel like a new person. So what else? Long walks help me to wind down after a long day in front of the computer or going for a run or meeting a friend for a drink or early dinner. I try to do something each day that ends my workday and I try not to open my computer again beside for Netflix after that. Number three, I focus on my thing and don't look left and right all the time. A big thing has been blocking out all the shoulds coming from the online world or looking at other people and how they are doing things and then thinking I should do this too. The problem, especially with social media, is that you see everyone else doing all the things. So you think you should do them too. And when you do, you feel overwhelmed and stressed, which never helps. Instead, I focus on my business and my goals, what I planned for the month ahead, and I don't change it or even worse, add more stuff to it because it seems cool and someone else is doing it. I also stopped listening to too many different marketing experts. I have one expert that I'm following, Amy Porterfield. I bought her courses and I'm a member in her Mastermind membership program. 
I listen to other people's podcasts, but I'm not doing their free challenges or webinars or buying their products unless it's a specific topic that I want to learn about, like podcasting, which I learned from Jenna Kutcher's course, or memberships, which I learned from Tribe by Stu McLaren. I'm very selective here and it helps me to focus. So where am I with those changes? I still have one bald patch on my head, but my hair is growing back. I don't wake up trembling anymore. I still feel a little bit uneasy when I think about the future and what will happen, where will I live and all that, but not as much anymore. I feel more trust. Trust in the universe that it will all work out as it should. I also realize that I need to be more patient. I have moments where I think I need to decide right now where I'm going to live, France or Portugal or Bali, but it will all work out. I don't need to decide this now. Patience. I'm moving at the right pace. This makes me feel I'm grounded and calm. I'm so, so, so grateful for everything I have, for where I am right now. I don't dwell on my issues. They showed up to teach me something about myself, but they don't control my life. So now I realize that my battle with anxiety is really not as bad as other people may have it. It could be way worse. But still, I wanted to share my story. If you are struggling with anxiety or depression or anything around mental health issues, I want you to know you are not alone. We may not talk about it, but we are out there. You are not alone. Everyone has their own story and it shows up in so many different ways. Those issues can be uncomfortable to talk about, but we need to have those conversations and I'm hoping you will learn some tools in this episode to help you face them and also be more vocal about what you are going through as well. We have to stop the shame and embarrassment around it. Because also, you can still be successful in spite of or in addition to your anxiety or health challenges you are going through. Even with everything going on, I tripled my income from online courses last year and I'm on the road to my first six-figure year. So you can still thrive. Self-care, self-love and self-acceptance are things I constantly be working on and I invite you on this journey with me. Perhaps we can pull together and ensure we take care of each other. All right, thanks for being here. I know this was an episode that was a little bit different, but it's a topic we need to talk about. I'd love for you to share your thoughts and feelings. Feel free to send me a message on Facebook or Instagram or email me at hello at susannereicher.com. All right, have a wonderful day and bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Blissful Biz Podcast. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. This would mean the world to me. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to never miss a new episode. To learn more about how to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, my courses and membership, or to get instant access to freebies, workshops, and more, go to susannereicher.com right now. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time. Hey there, interrupting for a short announcement. I'm hosting a virtual bootcamp to help you kickstart your online business from May 6th to May 10th, and I would love to see you there. It's the Make Your First 
on next $5,000 online bootcamp. And you can save your spot for this free virtual event when you go to my website, susannereicher.com forward slash bootcamp. That's S-U-S-A-N-N-E-R-I-E-K-E-R.com forward slash bootcamp. I'm going to go live every day from Monday to Friday with a live training on how to elevate your vision, choose your profitable niche, amplify your content, nail down your signature offer to make your first or next $5,000. I can't believe how freaking fun, valuable, and powerful this virtual event is going to be. You'll get five live stream trainings, all of the recordings in case you can't make it live or need to leave early, access to my new community, the Midlife Biz Hive, including tons of additional trainings for you to dive in, the chance to ask any questions in our calls or in the community. It'll be amazing. This event is a real game changer, whether you're just starting out or you've been at it for a while, but feeling a bit stuck around the maybe $2,000 to $3,000 monthly mark. If you're eager for more and ready to figure out the online business puzzle, this is the perfect place to kickstart your journey to bigger and better results.